Hey there, this is Emily. And this is Rosa. Welcome to the Unchecked Podcast. We are two women from two different countries who will talk about living life in their late 20s. Welcome back, guys, to our latest episode. Today, we're going to talk about our top five binges or shows that we always go back to. And the reason why we're doing this is because if you didn't know, I am still stuck at home because in France, we're in confinement. So we thought it would be a good time for us to give you some suggestions and things that you can watch while you are staying at home or just, you know, on the weekend, what can you do? Save at home, watch something. So here we go. Emily starts us off. Yeah, so I can start off with, let's say, like my top two pinges, and then we can go off from there. Um, so just to preface this, when I was growing up, I used to watch a lot of Hong Kong dramas. And I think some way along like high school to college period, that's when the transition to Korean dramas went into play. So <laughs> when I talk to this list, it's literally just either a Hong Kong drama or a Korean drama. So let me start off with two Korean dramas um, that are easily bingeable. Um, and the first one to start off is the original, I would say the drama that started all, Boys Before Flowers. Love, love that drama. I would say like if I watched it now versus when I was in high school, I would see many problems with it, but I can't leave it out of the list uh, because it is the one that like really brought me into the K-drama world. So for those of you who don't know what it is, I think it originally started as a Taiwanese drama. Rosa, correct me if I'm wrong. It started as a Japanese drama because it comes uh, from the anime Hana Yorirango Voice Over Flowers. Oh, uh, yes. Japanese. My bad. Um, but I, I know my dad watched the Taiwanese version before. Um, but basically, it's about these four guys um, at this really rich high school and then this one poor girl that attends this high school and all that drama that surrounds it. So I think... I. I'm pretty sure the Taiwanese and Japanese version is quite different in terms of the style. Um, but the Korean one is all about like that beautiful, handsome, like male lead, Gu, Gu Junpo, <laughs> um, who's played by Lee Min Ho, which um, as you'll see in my other list, he actually is in a lot of other dramas that I watch as well. So my second one is, oh, this is so hard. Okay. The second one is actually a, a really recent one. It's called When the Camellia Blooms. It's actually by this actress that I really love. Um, she really just plays like down to earth characters. And so this was actually about a single mom moved back to uh, a hometown called Ongsang. And basically she is uh, an outcast in that town because she's a single mother, uh, like, you know, the neighbors hate and everything. But then it's kind of through like her own story of being like resistant and actually, you know, taking care of her son, going through all these troubles in this town and also meeting this man who she ends up falling in love with. Um, but, but what I really like about this story is that it's not a typical Korean drama. It's really like slice of life. In addition, you actually see like her progression. Um, and even though she might seem timid on the inside, she actually has her own story and, you know, kind of like powerful aura around her. Um, so every time I finish an episode, I'm, I am in awe. Like I start crying or I'm like an intense laugh after so it's it was an emotional roller coaster for me so my binges actually i just finished just binging one of my crazy binges is high fidelity it actually is based on a movie uh that was 
what, 15, 20 years ago? 20 years ago, actually. Damn. And it talks about this, uh, the life of Rob. And she talks about her top five music, her top five heartbreaks. And you kind of see like her life and how she progresses. And then you see the life of her other two uh, friends. And what is really interesting is, first of all, Zoe Kravitz is the protagonist. So yeah, more diversity. Second of all, she's bisexual in the show, which she is in real life. So yes, for bisexual visibility, we don't see that. And then also what I really like is that it really allows you to think critically about things but doesn't like spoon feed you a lot of things are woke just performative woke but this is just you know it just shows you what it is and you can make up your own mind and in just in that same regard i like it that it's just people talking about why they like music in a certain way and i like it because you know sometimes i watch films or i watch movies with people and i ask them like oh how do you feel about that and they look at me like oh i don't know like and i'm just like how don't you not know like how can you just consume art consume it and not have any original thought from it i don't know i just i just find that very like weird i guess because of the way i was raised mm -hmm. my parents have always made me like, critically think every time like i see something i read something think okay do i like it do i not like it that's just such an easy exercise mm -hmm. shout out to rachel for um telling me to watch this film like i mean this show and then the other one will be Try a Princess and it's more like a like a hardcore rom-com. I really like it because like honestly like you don't see that many like really strong badass like feminine but at the same time can kick your ass like leads especially in that I feel like in the Asian world of dramas but you know like it's pretty much like too feminine or completely right. like oh feminine things are gross you know there's but she like is really good at complimenting both and i just love the main character like i love it and also like bro i love that like it's spicy you know because a lot of like asian dramas like they kiss at the end and i'm not grown-ass woman you know i cannot wait 10 episodes for them to kiss like i used to love that when i was 16 <laughs> not so much now so, you know, I need some caliente, some, you know, spice. Yeah. So I like that about that. Wow. Did, wait, didn't they make out like at episode two or something? Yeah, they did so much more later on too, but <laughs> not to spoil anything. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so I could do my next two and I might cheat a little bit here because I'm going to put the second one to like a, a specific category because as I'm like, going through my list, which arguably is more than five. Um, I realized that a lot of them like are grouped under a certain topic. So all to say, my, the third one, number three, is Heart of Greed. Uh, that's actually a Hong Kong show. So I remember watching this when I was like, what is it, like middle school, maybe early high school. No, that's, yeah, like early high school, sometime with that, that, that period. But it, if you want to watch like a Hong Kong soap opera, this is it. It's like so much drama. Um, so it's basically surrounding uh, this rich family and uh, the like protagonist or the dad, um, he owns a dried sea products and abalone store. So he has like tons of money. And it's an entire process where like he has a huge family because he has two wives and they all live under the same roof. And prayer, prayer. yeah, so this and the second wife is basically like super, super evil. And she does all these things to like fuck up family dynamics. And then there's probably like people in the family that like each other. It's really weird. So I just remember like at the end, uh, it was just like shock after shock after shock. 
So if, if anyone is interested in seeing what a Hong Kong show looks like, I really recommend Heart of Greed as your like first to go one. All right, number four, or I would say number four group. I realized as I going through my list that I, I I like a lot of dramas that like focuses on the the concept of how they portray mental health. So there's uh, I think around uh, two that actually fall into that category. So number one is It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Um, that one is played by Kim So Hyung and So Yu Jae. So um, basically, it's uh, about this children's book artist, and um, I think Kim So Hyung is a a social worker, or he like works in a psychiatry hospital, and it's uh, a, a there's love story basically. But it's interesting because it really touches upon like different aspects of mental health while adding a little like uh, a twist to it um so that that was a drama that recently released on netflix and it's actually it's so good like again i know i say all my dramas are so good but this one is just every time you watch it you're it, it kind of like sh- strikes at your heartstrings a little bit and then um their love story is like they're just such compatible characters that like it really really works out okay i said i had one more left but I, there's two more under that category and really quickly so one is it's okay that's love um, so it's basically about an author of a best-selling mystery novel and then also a psychiatrist. So basically the author has obsessive compulsive disorder and he actually sees another version of himself but as a younger kid. But we don't really know that um, until later on in the episode. Sorry, that's a spoiler. I should have said it before. Uh, but again, the the actress who broke <laughs> I should have it is from when the camellia blooms and so I just like love her character and it's just a very like a heartwarming show lastly underneath the mental health category is kill me heal me um, and it's about a guy who has multiple personality disorder um, and like how he navigates through it all so it's it's a combination of um, like heart-wrenching but also a little bit of like comedy into it so yeah, those are my three underneath that category. Well, I have a category too. So that's kind of funny <laughs> that we did that. Um, and this is more of like animation and uh, quote unquote adult animation. And it was hard to pick, but I, I picked first Rick and Morty for my benches because I do sit there and just like, you know, listen to it in the background while I code. And I really like uh, the way that it was written and what it shows, uh, you know, the different portrayals that there's no good or bad people, just people. And then Bojack Horseman, because it's literally a masterpiece. I don't want to give away too much, but you can see into the life of someone that had a lot of things going against him and he still made something of himself and then kind of ruined himself. But you see the that every action that you do has you know they have consequences and even when you try to get better and you improve that doesn't mean that the things that you did go away so it kind of shows you how people deal with you know the things that you have done before so it's it's very interesting and also it has a good supporting cast like you know a lot of shows it's just like you get to really know one or two people i mean it's weird but you I feel like you see a lot more of character development sometimes in cartoons that are for adults than actual mm-hmm. like shows, you know? I don't know what mm-hmm. it is, but here in Bojan Horseman, you have many characters that they themselves can carry the show and you see them grow. Princess Caroline is my favorite. And I think she has like the 
biggest arc in that she pretty much is the one that starts from zero you know kind of like stereotypical person that is trying to make your boyfriend be who you want them to be not who they and but you don't see them for who they actually are to how she kind of like takes that energy and puts it to something that is more uh productive for her you know like take that mm -hmm. away that energy from sometimes a lot a lot of us um put energy in our relationships that sometimes they should just go on ourselves so a lot of the characters are very interesting because of that so i would say those two uh, yeah i've heard bojack horseman is a really popular one along among a lot of my friends too so i might actually start checking it out is it a, a series that i can like jump in halfway or do i need to like start all the way in the beginning i think you should start all the way in the beginning i mean you could jump halfway there just to see but then you miss out a lot and you find out you will spoil yourself you know because it all is those bills on itself so yeah all right so the last one so i'm gonna end with this and i i am stopping myself from suggesting another korean drama so i'm gonna go back to an american drama or I believe it's American, but Westworld. Rosa, were you with me when we binged Westworld at Diane's place? <laughs> well, yeah, because Diane's place was also my place. <laughs> <laughs> Did we? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I totally forgot. Yeah, it was Thanksgiving, and we invited all these people, and they wouldn't leave because we started watching Westworld. <laughs> it was hard. It was so hard to leave. And, like, you could technically binge. I think it's better to binge with a group of friends. I don't know if, like, as a person, as an individual, I can picture myself because it's just so heavy. It was, yeah, it was heavy. There's like gore, like sex, like all. It's just like everything combined together into like a complete shit show, but in its like glory. I remember <laughs> I was so ex stressed from it that like I remember how Christine made this amazing like thing of like mashed potatoes. I literally sat there and like ate it all while we were watching it. <laughs> that's hilarious i mean so i would admit i only watched season one so i don't know what the other seasons are going to be but it's kind of a drama where you actually kind of need to rewatch yes. some sections to like understand the context behind it because they do a lot of like time skips too yeah it's definitely all over the place like you really need to be on your on your a game to to follow it i think yeah and it was i think it's an hbo show but i'll just say like basically what happens is that they basically built this entire like quote unquote paradise where you like rich people can actually go to this like fake city but this fake city is run by uh robots um and then so you could actually it's like kind of a every day you could choose your character arc so one day you could be like a cowboy and then like choose one section of this fake place to like live out your fantasy and so all else goes in the west world so right so you could you could murder you could pillage you could uh, unfortunately rape people and like there are no repercussions to it right so you kind of see what happens when someone lets go of all their inhibitions and do whatever they want yeah so it's a heavy one but if you are into those type of like crazy sci-fi dramas i really recommend this show yeah and then for me i mean this is i think a lot of people's favorite by big Bang theory i do listen to it a lot i love it i think especially i mean i like the beginning a lot kind of towards the end it drags on but it's something that you can just watch you know like mindlessly and just i would just add a little bonus and any docuseries like tiger king or anything like that i'm actually right now watching the bow which is uh it's a docuseries about the a cult i really like those things that are like you know six episodes and you kind of like step into the minds of the people that live that that, that way so that would be my binges 
Yeah, I actually watched two at the same time, which I unfortunately regret uh, for the docuseries. Have you watched The Social Dilemma? Yep. Yeah, so that was one. So it's about like the impact of social media in our lives. And then the other one was, um, oh my God, it was about Shamu, the whale. And I'm forgetting the name of the series. Yeah, I haven't watched that one, to be honest. I watched a lot about minimalism. I watched a lot about, like I said, like um, cults and such. So now let's go to our, we always go back to, you know, those shows that you always like, you know, like there's nothing to watch because you always watch the same thing. Like, for example, me, like, OK, for example, my brother who always watches Friends and I'm just like rolling my eyes because Friends is stupid. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a controversial opinion. <laughs> so what do you I Friends is Friends is OK, but it's like very typical, like, you know, white. I was going to say it's very white. Like, yeah. honestly, how can you live in New York? can be so not diverse like right absolutely incredible i mean honestly if i wanted to know that like i don't know i will be on facebook looking at what my sorority sisters <sighs> do i don't know like all right so which which were the first two you always go back to rosa well first of all like honestly you're gonna be like yo she playing with us because she literally just said what she just said but i'm a person of you know and i contradict myself and a pisces so i will start off as with sex in the city <laughs> because it's oh, yeah i know I, it's spicy as fuck yeah i get it but like honestly i love sex in the city because of what it was for what it stood for you know right right for was it diverse no besides that one black beautiful black man that samantha had like you know a thing with but oh and also like that doctor that uh miranda also had a thing with but besides mm -hmm. that there was not the diverse even in the cast even though like but i really liked it because first of all it was older than friends so give it a break <laughs> <laughs> i doubt that much older rosa no was it? I don't really know. Like everything that is old is just old. <laughs> like they didn't have they had they were using pain phones at the beginning. Like mm -hmm. I was like, damn, when did this have stopped existing? Anyway, I just really like okay, so I think the main reason why I like Sex and the City is because I also like to write. And I mean, I love the fact that Carrie Brashaw like lives out of just her writing, which is like honestly pretty much a show that I would never like real life, you know, for just writing like one column once in every like two weeks you would be able to like pay your own apartment but i mean she afterwards she becomes a best-selling author and like i like that you know like before there wasn't that many shows that they gave women like so much empowerment and mm -hmm. like it was and it's just the beginning like now we have monstrosities like emily in paris like oh my god who like kind of kind of I mean, from the same creator who's trying to, like, recreate a formula using the same thing that is already outdated, you know? Mm. So, for what it was at that time, it was great. Like, I don't think if it comes out the same thing right now, I would even watch it, you know? But when I was growing up watching HBO when I shouldn't have, it really impressed me. And then... <laughs> I would say uh, I don't know. Like I'm a little, I'm a little bit all over the place with with this list. So I I would just go and say it. My love from the start. Yes. I love 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 the main actress. Like honestly, everything she wore, like even the shade of lipstick. Like I know. Like I am obsessed with her outfits. And honestly, like this is what I like about this this uh like it's very good. Like it has sci-fi, which I love. And also, like I said, like the main character she's a total bitch which and it's fine like i'm so sick yeah. of people being like oh i'm so good you know like i wake up with the fairies you know birds make my bed in the morning no like that's not real life 
She's a drama queen. I love her. I love her. She's messy as fuck. Like, I love messy people because I'm messy. That's why I like high fidelity because it makes me feel good about my life decisions. Okay, <laughs> fine. Another person who's a fucking train wreck. Perfect. No, but seriously, like, I, I like that she is, you know, and she goes through the series, you know, mm-hmm. with her highs, ups and downs. And honestly, the guy, he's just amazing. And he also grows, you know. It's not like he didn't, he kind of didn't even want to save her. So that's not so good because usually the guys are like jumping onto that, the, the, the chance of be, being like, I will save you. But this one was like, F that. <laughs> so I like that one too. Yeah, he has his own character. Well, you know, it's, a, it's such a great, lovely overlap because he's also in It's Okay to Be Okay. <laughs> nice. Okay, so I made, I mine is a little bit different because I also added a, f- a few variety shows in here. So I could list two that I, you can always go back to. And also, you kind of could jump into any episode and then you'll start laughing, basically. Um, number one is Running Man. And basically, it's a, a set cast of members. I think they have multiple seasons of like Korean comedians. Um, and the main one, which I love, is Yoo Jae Suk. He's like basically the MC of Korea. And they actually go every day or like every episode, they go through like different tasks. Um, so they get placed in this one area and they like perform all these tasks with like their guest stars. And then at the end of their show, there's always this race uh, where you actually have name tags in the back, in your back. And then the it's like kind of um, one one kills all, right? So you're basically running around trying to find each other and ripping your name tags off, which is like the, uh, the like, pinnacle of that game. Um, and it's just so funny because like I, I there's I believe like almost like 200 episodes, if not, I'm not wrong. And every episode is always super funny. And if you're like, you know, a, a celebrity you want to watch, you could always like look at the list first, find that celebrity and like go watch that specific episode. <clears throat> the second one is also actually a more recent one. And it's also a Korean variety show. It's called The Sixth Sense. Um, the reason I love it is because it's basically a majority female cast. There's four uh, members. And then there's also Yoo Jae-suk, which is like the MC. And um, I love it because Jessie's in there. And for those of you who don't know who Jessie is, She's like a rapper, singer, Korean American, um, who like made it into like uh, first like the entertainment industry, but now the variety show industry. And she's like fucking hilarious in there. And the premise of that show is you basically get a category. So uh, let's say restaurant, right? And then the cast actually goes to three different restaurants and they have to figure out which restaurant is fake. But it's crazy because like the restaurants are set up so intensely that it seems real. So they're like questioning the owners. They're like trying the food. They're like walking around the restaurant, like questioning everything. And at the end, you're like literally shocked at the fact that like one of this restaurant was entirely built by like the crew members. And it's like, it like blows your mind. So they have eight episodes in and I think they're wrapping up their first season. Um, but yeah, it's just great. And it's also like a very free, free flowing show. So they talk about like like thongs or or just like sexual things that normally like don't really come out in Korean variety shows. Oh my god, I was also, I'm also gonna talk about a, a variety show. Well, not a variety show, but like not a regular show per se, and that is RuPaul's Drag Race. I am obsessed with it. I have watched all of the seasons, and I just like love the shit out of it. Like I I just love to see like you know perf- the performances, the, you know the drama, obviously, and I just just love the messiness too so there's a little bit of everything you know for all the tastes and i love seeing the queens i pick win that usually never happens but that has happened once <laughs> shout out to the best that ever did it bianca de rio who's like my fave 
and uh yeah like it was such a good show like it's very uplifting also like i love mama ru and her like you know one-liners you know and oh my god those mm. things that like honestly just watch it for like the jargon that you what learn. jargon <laughs> is did you did you learn Rosa? so you can throw some shades at your bitches but anyways like well a lot of the jargon that we use even nowadays is mm. from queens you know mm-hmm. shade uh read oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh let me read you like you know let me like you know me- like dust from them you know like there's a lot of things so <laughs> don't get it twisted sister okay and then i'm gonna get to the fussy stuff um uh, another one that i will say is because this is my first life oh my gosh that was so good i i love it i mean also like for, for someone like me that is like i don't even know how to explain it but like someone that like does computers like programming like i just like it that they kind of show like you know a startup or a a, a a programming environment that wasn't like oh my god that's all right and uh, and then i'm gonna press one button and it's gonna save the world it was just you know regular programming dude find someone and i kind of makes you like think about commitment mm-hmm. and all these different things and also like for someone that is not neuroatypical like me i felt like you know seen you know like oh wow there's someone that is like a little quirky too and has the rituals and very like a little bit narrow sometimes way of seeing the world and it even them can like allow other people to come in if it's the right person so I, it really gave me hope in like just relationship wise like maybe i can find <laughs> someone to- wait so for those of you who don't, who don't know it, what what is the context behind this drama in particular? So there's these two couple. Well, not there's not a couple. There's this guy that has an apartment, and he is trying to find someone a sublet because he sublet left because he has all this crazy like you know like oh you have to do this you have to do that so the sublet left and he was looking for someone else to come in and share the rent with him, and then there's this girl who like needs some place to live because a bunch of things happened to her like she really she's a writer she's a really good writer but a lot of things happened to her and she's on the dump so they kind of like decide that they're gonna be together but since she's a girl and he's a boy and this is korea they decide that they're gonna get married so they can share the rent and like it will be easier for them to live together and they don't have to like you know hear you know the gossip of the neighbors yeah. or all of that so that's why they decide to do yeah it's such a i also really liked it because it was very slice of life too it was it was it didn't sugarcoat it in any way yeah definitely nice all right so my other two that i have on this list all right uh one is a hong kong variety show um it's actually been like almost the longest running variety show in hong kong it's called the super trio series um it's really fun because it's basically um a, a few ca- i think well trio three cast members on a set and then every episode they invite celebrities to come in and like play games so like unlike family uh running running man which is more like the set sometimes or most of the time is like outside in different locations super trio is like always this one location and they just have different <laughs> like hilarious games like let's say um you're in two teams and you're trying to like blow this really tiny ball like from one end of the table to the other or like dumpster like that oh oh my god like ultimate elimination <laughs> i love that show <laughs> or like um like they play like telephone right but instead of telephone they're like acting out and the walls come down and you're supposed to like pass what you're acting out to the other person all right i just remember growing up with that and watching it with my family so that's why it holds like such a special place in my heart and then i would say like one show that i don't really have cable right now but either like when i'm in an airbnb or <laughs> or like in a hotel room the one channel i always go to is food network <laughs> 
And then me and my mom can literally binge Food Network challenges until like midnight because they're just so addicting. And then you're like, who's going to win? Like what cool uh, cake are they going to make at the end? Or like what what are what's something crazy are they going to build together? Um, so I love the ones that are like themed around certain holidays like Halloween or Christmas. Oh, that's so cute. Like I do that too, but about murder. <sighs> so my mom and I, <laughs> my mom and I watch anything true crime. Like honestly, I cannot kid my, when my mom and i was when my mom was here in paris uh stuck in the first quarantine with me we watched an insane amount of true crime and honestly i was so happy that she was there because if not i would have been scared but i don't know like i love true crime like someday i want to have like the material to write a horror uh, a horror um novel so i guess that's why like i don't know why i have just crazy like obsession with true crime i watch every single thing like uh anything that is true crime i watch i it all started with snap you know when i was watching it's like and he cheated on her and then she snapped and he she killed him and like 12 year old 12 year old me was like good for her and then oh, like i just and it's just like you know like i got into it i don't know like you know lifetime specials oh my gosh wait so like what are what would you say are like the top one or two true crime episodes yeah shows mm -hmm. like for me it would be snap murderers women um you know like um, like what's it called uh, killer affairs there's also like a lot of like small documentaries that are in netflix you know yeah i think one just came out about like but you know like i like watching them but i know that there's like people that are really into like for example like one case and that's all they talk about yeah. like that's the thing like the culture can be a little bit um, I, I don't want to say toxic but like people really go in for it and like it gets me a little bit scared sometimes <sighs> so I do like watching it but like not as much I try not to like watch it I sprinkle it into my watching and then watch something fussy and nice <laughs> yeah yeah so you're not like looking behind you or <laughs> closing your door you're scared that someone's gonna come in and kill you and yeah and you know it's funny like so my boyfriend is like 6'3 right and I'm like 5'2 and he watch sometimes he watches these things and he's like like he cannot believe that that happened to her and I'm like yeah like a lot of true crime can be you know like safe if the mm -hmm. victim was woman like it's it's so sad because it's like it's like there's nothing we can do to like not be overpowered like besides having a gun and maybe like you know if you're really good at some martial arts or you're yeah. strong somehow right, but right, it's right. like but you can and so that's why my boyfriend is always like i don't understand why you like these things when like you know like <laughs> like this could be you you know oh my because gosh. like yeah it's just tiny <laughs> but it's true i don't know like uh is is I, I really cannot like decipher why i'm and but i am yeah it, it's so funny because i literally stopped thinking once you said your boyfriend's six three because i'm like of course he's six three rules <laughs> yeah, yeah. random okay so my last one to top this all off oh my god this is such a shit show but um it's riverdale uh cw11 <laughs> hey hey i don't i don't watch jersey shore or some shit like i can't do that or like kim Hart, the kardashians i don't do that or i think riverdale is like the the, the most like shittiest show I, I watch on this list um but the reason I, I like it is because um one of the actors from sweet life of zach and cody is in there uh cole sprouse and i really liked him when uh, he was younger yes. like no yeah so that was great <laughs> yeah he was great and then like i don't know all the characters in there are just like so attractive so it's just hard to like look away i, I would say the storyline was good until it became complete shit 
and then you're like what the hell is happening um but everyone's just so great to look at so why not <laughs> honestly i think half of sometimes like the, the shows that are out there is like everybody's good to look yeah. at so i think that that's Thanks, fine Rosa. so this concludes our list let us know if you have any other suggestions yeah and we hope especially like when the, the time we release this episode um, you can de-stress and binge on these dramas to forget about everything else that's happening in the world. Um, but we're going to live put our list in the description box um, to make sure you can check it out. And then also let us know which of these episodes we recommended or shows we recommended you end up watching. Until then, I'll see you next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>